Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Classic Holdup. My name's Nina, and I'll be your host for this episode. I go to school at Michigan State University, and currently I'm a fourth-year student studying digital storytelling with a concentration in animation. Animation has always been one of my biggest passions, whether it's storyboarding or animating or just watching cartoons. One of my favorite franchises as a kid, and honestly still now, is Pokemon. As you saw from the title of this podcast, we are covering Pokemon, the first movie. Now, I have never seen this movie before, but from my interest, I was very eager about it and very excited to watch it. Pokemon originally started as a video game franchise. It released in 1996 in Japan as Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red. If you aren't familiar with the game, basically you play as a teenager ready to become a Pokemon trainer and the goal is to become the Pokemon champion. Collecting Pokemon on your team while defeating others, you go along on your journey collecting gym badges to make it to the final boss, or the champion, the current champion, and then become the champion once you beat it. When it was released, the video game boomed. It was the newest fad, even garnering a trading card game and a new television series in Japan in 1997. Then, the games and series made its way to America in 1998. And just like that, the same thing happened in America as it did in Japan. Many children became obsessed with this new franchise, and even if you weren't, you knew of it. There were many ways you can become involved in Pokemon. Even if you didn't have a gaming console, you could collect the cards or watch the TV show. Since then, there have been countless number of games. Categories were even created for these games, from core series games to spin-off games to apps on your phone. Currently... Since 1996 to 2023, the franchise holds 122 games. Again, between a 27-year period, Pokemon has released 122 games. Just video games, and each game adds new storylines, villains, and Pokemon to catch. Now, along with all these video games and television seasons and trading cards and other products that have since been made, there has been another thing that they've released. Shortly after the series was aired in Japan, Pokemon, the first movie, was released in Japan in July of 1999, and then released in America four months later. Without stating every detail of the movie, this is basically what happens. The movie starts out with a mysterious new Pokemon named Mewtwo in a dream. He's flying around like these serene mountains and is stating all these existential crises questions like, what am I and what's my purpose? And then there's a hard cut to his reality, confined in a laboratory tube. He is a science experiment intended to be a stronger and more adapt clone to the ancient mythical creature from like thousands of years ago named Mew. Mewtwo escapes and finds an evil scientist, Giovanni, who promises Mewtwo power over other Pokemon. Later on, Giovanni reveals his true intention, which is for all Pokemon to serve humans. Then Mewtwo escapes this, and we cut. We are cut to the main protagonists of this movie, Ash, Brock, and Misty. While being watched by a mysterious entity, 
Ash beats this other Pokemon trainer and then is given an envelope afterwards, inviting him to a secluded island with a mansion. They make their way to the ferry and find out that they can't make it there due to a severe storm and no Pokemon hospital along the way since the nurse there has gone missing, which is important later. Anyway, they fight through the storm, they make it to the island, they are greeted by this mysterious woman. Turns out that woman is the nurse that was missing, and they are let in. And then Mewtwo is revealed to be the one that invited them there. He then challenges them to fight the clones of his lost friends, and if they lose, Mewtwo gets to keep their Pokemon, but if they win, they get to go home. Spoiler alert, they lose. However, this is a children's movie, so Ash saves the Pokemon from being lost forever, but not in time for them to be cloned. They try to make their escape, but they are unable to, and now all the Pokemon have to fight their clones. I know, it's a lot. And then Ash tries to save them, but is turned into stone somehow, and the clones and the Pokemon are like, oh my god, no, why are we fighting? This is so bad, ah. And then their tears bring Ash back to life. And Mewtwo kind of realizes that he's wrong and flies away with all the other clones of Pokemon to learn empathy, I guess. And everyone who was sent to the island is mysteriously teleported back to the fairy port and the mansion in the island disappears and the main characters walk away. And that's the entire movie. Whew, that is a lot. Like I stated before, I have some childhood nostalgia with this series. However, that was a severe understatement. I know that there are countless photos of me with like a Pikachu hat on or like my stuffed animals. Even though I never watched this movie until a few days ago, I was obsessed with everything Pokemon. I remember having a little like borderline unhealthy addiction and obsession to Pokemon. I originally started playing Minecraft only to specifically play this Pokemon server on Minecraft. I watched the entirety of Diamond and Pearl, which was a series based off the video game Diamond and Pearl for Pokemon. I brought all the mangas into school and thought I was really cool about it, but the class size was 60 people and no one else thought I was cool, but I think I was cool. During COVID, I logged over 300 hours of playtime in Pokemon Shield. Um, I would play with my friends all the time. I collected all the games. I remember, okay, this is the biggest thing though. I remember I cried. Okay, I cried on Easter morning. Sorry, no, I cried. I bawled on Easter morning because my brother and I, were we were so excited. The new Pokemon games just came out and it would have been my first actual Pokemon game other than playing on my brother's Game Boy. Um, it was Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. My brother wanted Heart Gold, so then I wanted Soul Silver. And we were, we were so excited. We're trying to find our Easter baskets. My brother finds his first, so I watch him open it, and he got Heart Gold and was so excited. And I was like, oh my god, yes, the Easter Bunny, like, heard us. I'm gonna get Soul Silver. And I was so excited. I run down, I run down, I finally find my Easter basket. I open it, and... Soul Silver was not in there. And its replacement was Zuzu Pets the Game, which were those like little robotic hamsters that you would like roll around on the floor and they made it into a video game. And I was so upset to the point where my mom said, well, maybe the Easter Bunny wanted you to get a girl game instead of a boy game. And this made me cry even more. I was so mad. Anyways, Zuzu Pets was returned that day, and Soul Silver was in my hand. Was was that a little bit of an overreaction? Maybe, but I was also like seven years old, so I don't blame myself. Anyways, 
My love for this company runs deep. Welcome back. Today I'm joined with my longtime friend Megan Gleason and Pokemon Enjoyer. So tell me about yourself. What's your name, major, year, anything you'd like to include? Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Megan. I'm an XA major, which is UX design, um, and I'm a senior this year. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Would you consider yourself, sorry for putting words in your mouth, but would you consider yourself a Pokemon enjoyer? I definitely would. I've been a fan of Pokemon most of my life. I've collected cards, and my dad actually used to bribe me with Pokemon cards to do things when I was little. Um, so definitely an enjoyer, and still am, because I have two Pokemon plushies on my bed. Ooh, okay. Yeah. When did you, so when did, you said most of your life, when did you start okay. enjoying Pokemon and why? I would say I first started maybe when I was like seven. That's the earliest I can remember, at least. I will say that I was kind of a copycat of my sister. Like, whatever she did, I kind of did. So I can't say that, like, I had, like, this awakening for Pokemon, but I definitely copied my sister and really enjoyed it and, like, kept up with it like her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was it something that you, like, bonded with with your sister a lot? You know what? Yeah, I would definitely say that. We both enjoyed, like, collecting the cards and we would, like, trade. It was really fun growing up. Aww. And so I know that you had previously watched the Pokemon movie with your sister yes. when you were younger. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. I didn't remember too much of the plot when I was, since I was so young when I watched it, but I definitely remember watching it and my sister was like a big fan of like the first movie. Do you remember like what you liked about it or what your sister liked about it? Um, so my sister was a big fan of Mewtwo. I know he's like kind of the villain of the story, but she had a um, a stuffed animal growing up of Mew and Mewtwo. Um, and she had a couple of the cards. So I think she was definitely a fan of the characters. I think I was more a fan of just like, um, maybe like the main characters of like Ash and Brock. I was a big Brock girly growing up. So <laughs> seeing him in a movie, I was like, whew, love it. Did you have a crush on Brock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, you caught me. He is a chick magnet. Yeah, I know. It, plus he's like a himbo. And, and that's what I would always go for when I was younger. Yeah, uh -huh. no, for sure. I get it. So do you think, so you said... Mm -hmm. You really enjoyed the movie as a child. Yeah. Do you remember, besides, like, Brock, do you remember <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what specifically you liked about it? Um, I think that it was, like, very action-packed when I was a kid. Um, I think I didn't have the best attention span at the time. So just, like, saying, like, action scenes kind of just brought my attention seeing all the pokemon fight 
type of thing. For sure. Do you think mm-hmm. other children shared this opinion with you in circa 2000 and something? Yeah. I think that most people probably liked the movie when they were kids because it was solely Pokemon. I'm not sure if they came for the plot. Um, but yeah, I think they probably liked the action that the Poke- when the Pokemon were fighting. Yeah, and it's funny you say that because I remember I read this review while I was preparing for this interview, and this guy was saying all about how, like, he was like, this is a great movie for children because of just the bright colors and mm, action. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll we'll get into the plot <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> do you or think... Or the lack of. Or the lack of. <laughs> <laughs> When you uh, rewatched mm-hmm. the movie, or I yeah. guess we'll just get into it now, actually. Yeah. When you rewatched the movie, mm-hmm. how did you like it? You know, it's not what I remembered at all. I remembered enjoying it a lot when I was a kid, and like watching it now, I was kind of just at a loss for words, I will say. Yeah. Um, I don't think I really liked it that much. I was kind of bored. Um, not a lot happened, and the stuff that happened was reoccurring. For so, sure. Yeah. yeah. Not the biggest fan of the rewatch, I will say. Yeah, the rewatch, for I guess for you, and then my first time watching, I had heard so many, so many positive things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was unpleasantly surprised. <laughs> uh-huh, um, yeah. But now, fast forward, these children, you, mm-hmm. um, who watched this movie in 2000 and whatever, right. very, very early 2000s. Yeah. Um, they're all grown up now. They're, they're adults. Yeah. And do you think the general opinion of, like, the first movie has changed at all for these adults? Or do you think it's very, very much still revered? I think it hasn't changed because I think Pokemon enthusiasts kind of have this, like, blocked, a block, mental block maybe, um, because they just love Pokemon so much that they're going to see no wrong with it. So I kind of feel like, Maybe they just don't listen to themselves when it comes to, like, how good the plot is or how good the movie is. So, yeah, I feel like maybe it's just the same. Yeah. Do you think... I I don't know. I mean, I feel like... I I agree with you. But do you think if these people, like, Mm -hmm. that, you know, loved it so much as a kid... Yeah. If they haven't rewatched it, do you think if they were to rewatch it, do you think their opinion of it would change? You know what? That's a really good point. Maybe they don't even remember what it's like, <laughs> like me. Yeah, they just saw the bright lights and like, like yeah. fighting Pokemon and the Pokemon that they loved so much. No, seriously, I feel like if someone asked me about it, like before this rewatch, I would probably say like how good it was, even after like not remembering it at all. So maybe you're, like, onto something. Maybe if they, like, rewatched it, they would, like, actually realize that it's not that great. Right. I remember watching the movie and kind of, like, how you mentioned before. um, And obviously, as a little kid, you're probably not going to remember this when it's the early 90s or late 90s, early 2000s. Um, A lot of the same frames were being repeated Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) on multiple occasions where it was just, like, to fill in time. And those frames lasted for, like, 10 to 20 seconds. Right. But as a kid, you're just seeing bright color action and, like, that's it. 
exactly. Do you think that if this movie were to be like released now, it's mm-hmm. in theaters now, it mm-hmm. never existed before. Do you think, how do you think it would be received? Um, I think little kids would still enjoy it. Um, but maybe the older Pokemon enthusiasts wouldn't and they would probably make a meme out of it and make fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like people are very harsh critics nowadays, so they'll they'll give their opinion of it, which would probably not be good. <laughs> yeah. What do you think that they would say about it? Um I think they would probably just like say the same stuff that we were saying of like how there's like no plot and like so much repeated stuff. Um Probably that they were just pumping out a movie to make money. Yeah. That type of thing. No, for sure. And with such a strong exposition in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where it's right. like... That they never... <laughs> they never go back into. Like, Seriously. They, it, was, it was so good at the beginning, which, like, made me have, like, built up hope that it was going to be so good. And then it just wasn't. <laughs> I know. And it was like... There was, like, characters that they introduced at the very beginning that just never mattered towards the end. And yeah. it was like they didn't they didn't flesh out the film until the very end, I feel right. like. Um, but with that being said, they did a good job with the exposition, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they had a fleshed out exposition just... Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll it. talk. We'll talk more about that later. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> they really nailed that part. Yeah, good for they, them. Yeah, good for them. I mean, hey, maybe they were asked back. Maybe the ones that wrote the start of the movie right. wrote some other ones, and maybe those oh, are good. That's good. How do you think audiences will look back on this film? Uh, like me. Like what? Uh, like audiences. Like, how do you think just like the general audience will look back on this film from the nineties? Mm, if like, let's okay. say like ten years into the future, twenty years. Um, I think that maybe more people will start to realize if they rewatch it that it wasn't like what they remembered. But I kind of feel like most people won't re- rewatch it. I think it's, like, hard when you get busy as an adult. So I kind of think that people still have, like, the found, like the love for it, um, even in the future. I think that it's, like, easy to remember things as they were. I think nostalgia is, like, kind of a big thing for people. I always see these, like, posts about nostalgic things, and they're like, oh, remember how that time was so good? But, like, obviously, like, when you were growing up, these things were just, like, normal, but you remember them as really good because you love your, like, childhood and stuff like that. So I think that's why I think, like, in the future, people will still love this movie is because they just remember it as they had when they were little kids. Um, I would like to point out, there are a paramount number of high reviews for this movie, like Uh outstanding reviews on websites such as like Google, and I guess that's not a website, but like a web browser. On Google reviews, it's like 
rated very highly. And then same with Amazon. Yeah. It rates it very highly. However, mm-hmm. on like movie critic sites, yeah. like Rotten Tomatoes, it right. was rated 16%, really? which is not good. Interesting. However, with like these, these reviews are so like, mm-hmm. they're so opposing, you know? Right. Do you think as long as this franchise is revered as highly as it is now, do you think this movie will still be regarded like with high reviews or would that change if Pokemon Mm. were to be discontinued? Like Pokemon is no longer Mm. an active franchise. That's a good question. I feel like if Pokemon loses, it's like all of its interests, then I think the movie reviews of it will definitely go down. Um, but I think that you'll still have those people that loved it when they were younger. So maybe it will still be, like, maybe not, like, as high and maybe not as low. It would be kind of, like, in the middle because you're going to have, like, those opposing people, like, the people that still love it from when they were little and, like, the people that are just finding it now. My name is Emil Gallup. My name is Jabari Washington. My name is Abby Townley. When I complete my degree, I want to be a video editor. I want to be a full-time content creator. I want to go into audio design. My name is Emil Gallup. My name is Jabari Washington. My name is Abby Townley. And, and I, I am Comartsai. Start your journey at comartsai.msu.edu. one of those first questions okay how did you like this movie when you rewatched it <laughs> let's just talk about that again yeah let's and just... let's talk let's talk about the plot let's okay let's get into it yeah um i will say that i i didn't enjoy it i was disappointed um i was heartbroken because <laughs> the movie that i loved so much was not very good yeah sorry i ruined it for you <laughs> yeah wow thanks asking you to <laughs> be on this podcast that kind of ruined your little little aspect of childhood or like one of them how will i recover (laughs) if you could say one positive okay okay let's try to put a positive spin on this okay yeah if you could say one positive thing about this film okay what would it be um the beginning was so good (laughs) they set it up so good what about it and brock was in it brock was in it (laughs) That hot man. <laughs> yes, he was, he was looking it. so good. Yeah. Um. What was good about it? They, like, the setup made the movie seem like it was going to be really good. They had, like, a really good idea behind it Um. that I've seen in, like, other really big movie franchises like Marvel. So I think it could have been so good. And the beginning really, like, hyped it up. Yeah, because the beginning was so... Like, it had a lot going for it. Yeah. It started out with a ton of existential, cri- like, crisis questions right. that Mewtwo was saying. And, yeah. like, I guess, like, these children are now being <laughs> exposed to it. But they're watching it and being, like, dr- drama, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> and then, boom, 
he's in this other reality. He's in this current reality, I should say, of being a test subject. And they're like evil scientists. And then he breaks out. He gets he gets to trust this guy who turns out to mm-hmm. be evil. And he's like, I want you guys to be like servants. Like you'll never be more mm-hmm. than just a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But then they they don't really touch on that later. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was cool because they kind of made um, Mewtwo kind of like an anti-hero. Um, like they do a lot in X-Men where like they actually have like a reason behind their like villain becoming a villain, which I really liked. And then they just like kind of didn't do anything about that later in the movie. Yeah, they like briefly mentioned it like Mewtwo is now being like I'm gonna raise like an army of Pokemon that will serve me (laughs) yeah and like like okay like whatever (laughs) I guess but it didn't really like like match what was being said at the beginning of the movie and then at the end it resolved very quickly that Um, but let's, let's talk about that plot now, yeah, or lack of, um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so we mentioned before, obviously, that, like, it didn't really match, like, the sh- exposition was so strong, the beginning of it was mm-hmm. so strong, and then it moves into, like, a Pokemon, classic Pokemon battle that you would see in the series with Ash and some other random right, trainer, right. and a- Ash, of course, defeats them because he has a strong team that he loves so much and raised yes. on love, like... He loves his Pokemon. Yeah. Anyways, we go <laughs> we go further into the movie and he's mm-hmm. like he's like, I love I you'll like Mewtwo, like mm-hmm. you'll never understand love if you don't try to. Like these Pokemon right. aren't serving me. Like these this is a team. Yeah. And then Mewtwo tries to clone them. And yeah. it's, then this is where it kind of goes downhill. Yeah. That's where they lost it. Yeah. They were, like, in a fight scene that kept happening over and over again. I wish, like, obviously I wish it was shorter. (laughs) Yeah. But it was around 25 minutes of just fighting and then sometimes dialogue in the middle of it. But they, like... Yeah. And that song that was, like, happy. Yeah. They were fighting. They played a happy song while they were fighting and they're, like, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Like... The entire time. And this fight scene, they played other songs. They would have different... Mm-hmm. Sometimes the song would end and, like, they had dialogue. But I, it went for about 20 to 25 yeah. minutes of... And they would repeat the same frames. Right. Of nothing happening. And then that's when Meowth, of all characters, <laughs> by the way. And for those who don't know, Meowth is this talking cat Pokemon mm-hmm. that has, like, a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And he's like, maybe we're not so different because we were born... Or like, just because we were born different doesn't mean right. we're not so different and we should stop fighting. Uh-huh. But then they fight for another, like, 15 right. minutes. Exactly. Yeah. And then... So, the resolution kills me. Yeah. How did it, how did the resolution make you feel? It, it didn't feel like one. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of just felt like he was just like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, like, You okay. got me. <laughs> like, like, it's when Ash was a... Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Ash yeah. is turned to stone trying to save... I don't I don't even know. How, how he, like, he somehow s- got in the middle of this. Yeah. He's turned into stone. How? And then all the Pokemon that were fighting, including the clones... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he was turned to stone. <laughs> start crying. Mm-hmm. And then the tears... <laughs> the classic... The tears saved him. Yeah. The tears, like started like beaming life into him 
it was like it was crazy to watch yeah, guys no it was it was wild That's um, good. would you say that this mm-hmm. movie holds up i would say that it does not hold up unfortunately i would have to agree with you i think it holds up to a mind of like a five-year-old so yeah. if you if you have a five-year-old child five or younger hey push it to seven if you'd like <laughs> Um, I think you could play this movie and they might enjoy it a lot. However, I think if you're older, you're not going to enjoy it. Mm-mm. I think it's not. Yeah. As a parent, maybe set your kid down and walk away and do some chores. Yeah. It'll definitely entertain them for about 75 minutes. Yeah. But. But you, not so much. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you. It does not <sighs> hold up. Special thanks to Megan Gleason for joining me today for the interview. Thank you to everyone on the Audio Studios team and Audio Storytelling team at Michigan State University. Thank you to my mom for putting up with my Pokemon obsession from 2008 to 2016. And thank you all for listening. Find the classic holdup on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.